get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongalant.ca. A common question for spiritual aspirants or people who wish to progress or move further in their spiritual journey is how to be in the heart. Like, do you check Google Maps out and find out where the heart is, or do you ask directions from somebody? There's a very good chance, a very good chance, that heart is in the place that you have been avoiding. Excuse all the flies up here. It's springtime, and it's the first warm day we've had in a while. And uh, yeah, this is a lot like being in the heart. There's a certain amount of discomfort, right? Because the heart is beingness. When you stop doing and looking through the mind and compensating based on experiences you don't like, you know, all preferences are in your mind, right? Like, I like this and I don't like that. I want peace and I, I don't want conflict. I want. All of these things, this is all mind. It's all the ego telling you what should be happening and what should be happening. It has all of these idealisms, right? That's the character that I talked about in a previous video, that character has likes and dislikes. But when you stop playing that game, even for a moment, you automatically drop into the heart. And if you haven't been there for a while, there's probably some stuff there, some uncomfortable experiences. But the heart doesn't care. The heart just experiences. It doesn't have preferences. Your mind, though, will come up and say, I'd prefer not to feel this right now. And then bang, right back up into the mind you go. So the path of heart isn't about emotional comfort as much as many people will tell you this. They'll say it's all like violins and, and uh, harps and twinkly music and again that stuff's all great but when you're truly in the heart you will be into some very fierce experiences. I always say to certain students that when you fall into the heart, that's when things get real. So the reason why I'm speaking about this is that you have to know why you are avoiding the heart first in order to fall into your natural state, which is heart. Why are you avoiding yourself? Well, it starts with the judgments of the experiences that are here and now. When you accept these experiences and allow them to be here, a process takes place which takes a long time for some and takes a short time for others. But when you stop judging, a mystical process takes place. You could say it's a mystical lovemaking between you and here and now. That's very unconditional because you are surrendering your conditions that you have put upon 
this reality. Many people wish to experience unconditional love, but they don't want to let go of their conditions. They've got all the conditions about life and about what life should be, but then they want life to be unconditionally accepting of them. So really what I'm saying is, the surrendering of conditions, the surrendering of the walls of the mind, automatically leads you to the heart. The heart is here. Heart here. Similar words, not exactly the same, but there is a similarity there. The mind is all about there. I should be somewhere else. What's my next goal? Where should I go? He even comes up with the word of how do I get to the heart? But it's a trap because when you stop trying to get somewhere, you are automatically here. When you stop living in the dream or the compensation to distract you from what you feel and what you're experiencing here and now, that is the starting place of falling into the heart. Now you will come up with all sorts of things as you feel levels of discomfort. All sorts of ideas of why this shouldn't be happening, why you should be somewhere else, why this experience should be different than it is. That's all the chatter of the mind and the ego. The mind telling you what should be happening or not in order for it to maintain control. The ego protects itself and the ego is just a ball of suffering. So as you feel and are in union with this moment and you stop putting a story upon it to ignore it or somehow be somewhere else, be somewhere other than here, this melding of your own light and spaciousness with that density of experience creates some sort of cosmic dance that naturally brings a grander perspective and an ever-evolving experience of this moment. So if you're experiencing discomfort, that's normal. But it will not always be the same type of discomfort. It may even turn into bliss if you have the courage to meet it enough to be with it without coming up with a dream to, to compensate a distraction. Many people experience something and then they come up with an idea or a story to distract themselves from what's here. You know yourself, if you think hard enough, at some point you stop paying attention to what's right in front of your face. So in this sense, the mind, if improperly used, starts to diminish your experience of fulfillment in the here and now.
and there are many, many layers and ecstatic experiences in this fulfillment. If you dare to be here and walk through the walls of suffering. You can look at the walls of suffering that you experience here in the heart as preconceived notions of experiences. Old patterns, old structures that are made up of lies. Lies your mind told you and said, no, no, we need to put up a wall here because that experience is bad, this experience is good. No, let, let's just block it all out, right? It's like you throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's like, oh, life's not good enough. I'm just going to kill myself. That's basically the mind's strategy. That's, that's how it deals with things it doesn't like. So this paradigm of heart isn't about micromanaging experience. It's about realizing that by meeting experience, something transformative happens. And it's beyond your control because the heart has universal intelligence that comes through at the same time as you meet the density of matter, the density of life, the density of suffering. Something automatically happens as soon as you use your free will just to meet something honestly, openly, and be vulnerable to it. And also be humble enough to let go of your story around the meaning around such experience. That's where people get stuck. This is a very long rabbit hole. It's not necessarily like you meet one uncomfortable experience and then the gates of heaven open up for you. Because once again, the mind is full of expectation. It says, no, okay, this will happen. It sneaks up on you, you see? So mastery of mind is necessary in order for you to experience heart. Understanding. the many traps that the mind presents for you to live in that mind again, live in that ego. Which is why I not only recommend satsang, videos like this, but also spiritual practices such as breathing techniques, meditation, mantra practices, because these are all techniques which invoke energy, which breaks apart the semi-permanent structures of the mind, or at least they seem permanent at the time you're experiencing them. And as these spiritual practices are breaking apart these structures, you'll realize that naturally how you use the mind transforms. Sorry, I'm brushing away flies right now. So it's a, an incredible dichotomy. Using the mind to let go of the mind is actually impossible at some point. 
At some point you let go of it all together and stop thinking about this stuff. And just be here. That would be the fastest way. Just be here unconditionally in relationship with here. Unconditionally accepting. Humility means that you are open to saying, I don't know what these experiences mean. And I understand that there's something greater than I am at work. And this is why I'm having this experience. But I don't understand it totally. I'm just going to allow it to happen. And by allowing that to happen, you unclench your spiritual muscles and allow the light to do the work. This path is more about allowing than it is about doing. Which is where, you know, the Taoist side path, they're like non-doing. I understand that because allowing is something the ego doesn't understand. The ego doesn't truly allow. It only allows if it thinks that it's allowing in order to get something, which is really controlling. It's not really allowing. <laughs> so there are also levels of this humility. Levels of this allowing. So be patient with yourself. This is a process. It's not an instant quick fix of transformation. It is a evolution. This is an evolutionary path that you are on. At least that's what it would seem so to the ego who is watching me now. But this game of evolution falls away at some point, And there is just this. Just you honestly in immortal vulnerability. Just this. Rawness, you could say. Just a raw experience of everything at once. Take a few moments to relinquish your goals, relinquish your desires and fears. Just let it all go and allow. Allow life, life's wonderful intelligence, the same intelligence that made all of this and you, to come into your life and do what is in alignment with the highest good. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now.
are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.